SAFM Sports Wrap. That's how my morning started, I think, for many South Africans. It did to Wade Finnegar, winning the first gold for Team South Africa at the 2016 Rio Olympic Games, 43.03. What a phenomenal, phenomenal performance. Former South African sprinter Matthew Quinn shared his thoughts with us today. That is South Africa's greatest sporting achievement ever. Not just on the track, that is South Africa's greatest sporting achievement. Wade went out there. He's won gold in the 400 meters from lane eight, absolutely demolished the field of some serious talent and made it look easy, quite frankly. It was a great night for South Africans sprinting with uh, Kani Simbini finishing fifth in the men's 100 meter. Quinn believes we are in the golden age of South African sprinting. This has been coming a long time. If you think about Anasa, who's done it in the last couple of years, Wade not won the Wolves last year, Anasa took the bronze. Then you've got uh, Connie in the final last night of the men's hundred. We haven't had that in absolutely forever as far as I'm concerned. It's really lifted the game. We've got these two juniors. They're going to be starting at 200 tomorrow, Clarence and Gift. So sprinting in South Africa right now is, is on a serious high. We'll hear more from Wade Vinicat later on in this evening's show. In some rugby news, it's bad news for the uh, Springboks. Scrum half Francois Hochart uh, has been sent for scans. He seems to have picked up a bit of a knee injury while away with the Blitzbox squad that won bronze at the Rio Olympic Games. Medical team will wait and make a decision on the utility back based on the results of the scan. The box opened their rugby championship campaign on Saturday against Argentina at the Mbombela Stadium. And coach Alice Gutsi will name his squad on Thursday. Thursday. On to football now. Everton have completed the signing of Congolese winner, uh, winger Yannick Bolasi uh, on a five-year deal from Crystal Palace, while Germany's World Cup winner Lucas Podolski has announced his retirement from international football. Some sad news. Aston Villa footballer D- Dalian Atkinson has died that after he was shot with a taser gun by police earlier today. On to tennis. According to the Russian Tennis Federation, five-time Grand Slam winner Maria Sharapova, who was banned in June for two years for doping offences, may be allowed to return in January. The world number, or former world number one was suspended following a positive test for the banned drug meldonium during January's Australian Open. Latest world rankings released today. Serena Williams still number one of the WTA rankings. Gabriel Muguruza moved up one. She now lies in third. Novak Djokovic maintained the top spot of the ATP rankings. Dominic Thiem, the only change in the top ten. He's moved up one to ninth. On to cricket, Steve Smith and Sean Marsh at centuries, but Sri Lanka spinner Renanga Harath picked up six wickets to restrict Australia's first innings lead to just 24 runs on the third day of the third and final test. The hosts are tunnel up in the series. They lost night watchman Dilruan Pereira leg before to pace Mitchell Stark as they reached 22 for one in their second innings at stumps. Meanwhile, Jason Smith scored 124 not out and guided South Africa uh, emerging side to 352 for six at stumps on day one of their four-day match against their Sri Lankan counterparts. And finally, some sad news. You've been hearing about it in news this afternoon. Former Minister of Sports, Makin Kersi Stofile, has died at the age of 72. Our sincerest condolences go out to his friends and family. Coming up next, we chat some rugby on SAFM Sports Wrap. SAFM Sports Wrap. On to some rugby news. Springbok utility back Francois Hochart could be withdrawn from the Springbok squad due to a knee injury. Hochart apparently suffered uh, a knee injury while on duty with the National Men's Sevens team at the Rio Olympic Games and was sent for a scan in Nelspreet today. Springbok coach Alice Couture confirmed that Hochart had gone for scans and that they were awaiting the results ahead of their Castle, Lag- uh, Castle Lager rugby championship test match against Argentina this weekend. Couture also gave an injury update on prop Trevor Nyakane who is making steady progress and 
could be back in context, uh, contention for selection as early as next week. Francho Ocar has gone for a scan on his knee, right? Uh, obviously, as you knew, he, he didn't even compete in the, the semi-final match because he just picked up a knee, a niggle, before he had to board the plane. At that time, the extent of the injury wasn't known. It wasn't time to have him scanned. He flew in yesterday, came down, so he's gone for, for the scan. He just didn't feel comfortable. So, for me, uh, I want to know if it's an eagle or an injury. And that's why uh, I'm mentioning it to you. So, in the event he's, he's ruled out, obviously I still have pay, uh, Rudy Page and I've got uh, Faf Clerk, we're still fine. Uh, then I know, should I uh, make another arrangement for a third scrum of coming out? So, I'm awaiting the result of, of the scan. It's fine, he's walking, he's, he's running, but it's just a bit tight. And we don't know what exactly, because uh, there could be three, four different types of medial ligament or whatever injuries there. So we're awaiting that. Bar him, everyone else looking in good, good nick physically. Trevor Nakana, obviously, as you were told last time, he's still a bit part of his rehabilitation process. He's responding very well. His progress is good but definitely not considered for this weekend uh, and we will make a decision come Monday next week whether the plan of Trevor uh, is still to continue or do we want Trevor to, to have a, a bit of a hit out in Curry Cup so with other players as well we can request that especially with our uh, con- so-called contracted players Kutsia also lamented the withdrawal of eighth man Dwayne Vermeulen due to a knee injury sustained while playing for his French club Toulon on the weekend and confirmed that Warren Whiteley will start at number eight for the Springboks against Argentina. Yeah, good afternoon everyone. Um, definitely an experienced player, um, you know, and a calibrous player that he is. It's always a bit of a, a setback in a way. But then again, um, you know, because the national team is, should, be, should be covered in all positions. And I'm happy with the cover that I have in Warren Whiteley, who has played in the last two tests in any case. So uh, I'm really uh, excited about him starting. Sorry for Dwayne that has, uh, uh, has done his knee in a way. Uh, hopefully it won't take that long. And, uh, you know, this is a long competition. There are two weeks in between breaks too. So, you know, with Warren's load also this year, you would like to think that Dwayne will come back at the right time of the season again, you know, then like should nothing happens, but uh, that's how it is in the nature of the beast, so hopefully we get Dwayne back for the, you know, last two games of, of the championship, but for now, we're well covered in that department, I'm very happy with, uh, with Warren stepping in that role oh, the other, uh, number eight that is backing up in that role will be Sikumbuzu Noche, so, uh, you know for now, well covered Kutsia says it'll be important for his team to find balance in the way that they play, handle the pressure and decision-making. But at most, to Kutsia is that his team wins. Yeah, exactly. I'm happy with what they bring back. But there's nothing that anyone brings back that's different to what we have here. You know, we're sitting with players who have certain skill sets. I know you guys are writing a lot about the way the Lions play. (laughs) No one stifles any one skill set in the box setup. I still expect the sevens players to bring that sevens flair, to bring that breakdown skills, to bring that decision making to the party. I still expect, you know, the way the Lions players are playing and their style, to have that skill set here. Nobody stifles that. In our, our, our main thing is, there should be balance. Should be balance. And that's the focus of test match. And we've gone through what the Lions 
have experienced in the, in the final, you know, it's, it's, it helps us and it helps the players to, to grow. When we talk about balance, when we talk about decision making, but not stifling, when it's on, then do X, Y, and Z. That, that's not. When it's on, you make the right decision, it will always be good. If it looks on and you don't make the right decision, then people say, ah, plan B. Where's your plan B? There's no plan A, plan B, plan C, man. If I must have plan B, A, and C, then I must have a different lineup for plan B and a different lineup for plan A and different guys coming around the corner. So when we kick off nine different plans, we kick off ten a different plan. So there's no bend. The, the big plan is the balance. The pressure with a kicking game, the pressure with a set piece, the pressure, the breakdown, and good decision making. And obviously, win. <laughs> win. So that balance pressure and win. That's, it. That's what this game is not so. We tend to overcomplicate things sometimes. This is Sport on SAFM. Every supporter's greatest resource. Don't forget, you can catch that test match live here on SAFM this coming weekend. We'll have uh, updates for you on SAFM Sports Special. Well, I'm feeling a bit sleep-deprived today, and I think a lot of South Africans are after waking up in the early hours of this morning to watch Wade van go for gold in the 400 metres. Men, I thought I'd wake up for a few minutes, watch the race, and go back to bed. But uh, I think anybody who woke up realised that there was going to be no sleep straight afterwards. It was a phenomenal performance, breaking the 400 metre world record, uh, running a 43.03. That record standing for 17 years. Michael Johnson originally setting it. 43.18. And one of the moments of the evening was Usain Bolt stopping a television interview to run up the stairs on the stands to touch base with Wade van Niekerk after winning his uh, historic third Olympic 100 meter gold medal to hug uh, and congratulate van Niekerk. Usain Bolt, um, like, as you know, we, I was over there for about two weeks and training with him and he's, he's been such a huge um, rock in, in, in inspiring me as an athlete and he told me in, in back in Jamaica that you will break the world record and he came to me after the race and he said I told you you can do it I told you you can do it and I mean these are guys that inspires me each and every day to want to be the best way I can be and uh, it's, it's, it's really an unreal feeling I'm so grateful for tonight Starting in lane 8, there was some doubt from experts if Fanikak could pull off a win against Karani James and the Sean Merritt's but uh, Fanikak ran a flawless race. He also said afterwards a bit of football helped the uh, lead the historic moment. A roommate with SA Sprint King Akani Sambini at the Olympic Village. Fanikak was watching his English Premiership team Liverpool uh, beat Arsenal 4-3 in the afternoon and this helped to prepare his mind for the big day. I watched the Liverpool game before this. Um, uh, I was I was losing my mind because it was a quite a, a tight match tonight, and and yeah, I was I was so excited that we got the win over Arsenal. My brother's an Arsenal fan, so now I've got the world record and Liverpool's beat Arsenal, so I've got a lot to brag about. <laughs> Fennikak's personal best prior to the final was 43.48 and that won in the World Championship title in Beijing last year. The world record he ran last night also stunned him. <sighs> to be honest with you, um, world record was, 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 it was half and half. I never really said wait, um, set your heart on the world record. I just said wait, go out there and do your best and, 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 and look what happened. I just went out there and did my best. Everyone was comparing me and... and, 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 and 
saying I'm the guy to do it, but I just stayed focused on, on, on improving myself, and, and I'm glad that I kept my mind all lev- level-headed and, and, and focused on, on just doing my best tonight. Coming into this race, South Africa were desperately looking for a gold medal as there were only silver and bronze in the bag. But South Africans kept on believing that this University of Free State marketing student would not only add a seventh medal, but gold in particular. And he was thankful for the support from back home. I think this is the the perfect opportunity for me to just thank each and every one. First of all, that's, that's been linked directly with me in my journey and, 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 and thank the South African whole for, for, for the amazing um, support that I've had in South Africa. Um, I had no pressure. That's how amazing each and every one was in South Africa in supporting me. I, went, I would go into any um, um, social media and they'll say weight and gold. And I mean, my whole country helped me believe in myself and, and I'm so grateful for each and every one that supported me. Meanwhile, Akani Sambini, who finished fifth in the 100-meter race, also capped off what's been a very good season for him on the international stage. He's not just the fifth-fastest man in the world right now, but also broke the SA record twice this year. The 22-year-old says this means a lot for South African athletics, and he also paid tribute to Fonikak's coach, Anatant Ans Boerta, the 73-year-old who's the brains behind this good achievement. For South African athletics, it's a great thing, and it's a boost for South African athletics. You know, um, I'm just hoping that the kids can also see that it's possible to get to Olympics, it's possible to do well at Olympics, and it's possible to actually live your dreams and be successful with your dreams. Um, I've spent the last few years with her in the summer. Um, yeah, we when we go to Jamona at our base, we spend most of the summer together, and, and when my coach is not there, she takes my sessions, and she's, she's really a great lady. Yeah. So she's not like a typical, what you think of a track coach, like, like how, does, how does she work, like, like why is she a good coach? Um, she's, she's very loving, you know, um, she's very loving, but when the track, the track work needs to be done, she makes sure you get the track done, you know, she makes sure that you get through your sessions and make sure that everything you need to do is done at the time that she wants it. Is she like cursed? I mean, is she like uh, very like... <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 she doesn't. She, she, when she gets excited, she gets really excited, you know. She'll scream like yes and everything, but then if she gets disappointed and angry, she doesn't say much, you know, but she's really, really most of the time she's, she's happy and she's enjoying it. When you first met her, did you, did you think like, wow, that just looks like a normal coach I have? Or, you know, what was your reaction to her? Um, when I first met her, I was... I was I, I was afraid of her. You know, I was scared of her. I thought, okay, yes, um, this is Danny Hansen. Danny Hansen is very strict, but she was she was actually very loving. And as soon as she got to know us, know me, she she got you know she started showing love and started showing like she actually cares and she put effort into my training sessions as well. How much of the time did you spend with the same training day? It helped a lot, you know. Those two two and a half weeks being there, you know, helped helped a lot, you know, being with Blake. And and everybody else really helped getting my, my little mistakes right and just making sure I can know what I'm doing wrong and making sure I fix what I'm doing wrong. You're listening to Sport on SAFM, the next best thing to being at the game. It was a fantastic weekend for South African athletics, and it all started on the weekends with a silver medal in the men's long jump. Luvo Manyonga's late coach Mario Smith 
was everything to the Olympic silver medalist. He had spotted his talent growing up in Paul, nurtured it for him to be crowned the IWF World Youth Champion in Canada back in 2010, even when Manyonga went through his lowest moments in 2011 and was banned for 18 months after traces of methamphetamine or tick were found in his system. Smith was always there for him. But unfortunately, the former University of Stellenbosch athletics coach passed away in 2014 when Saskatchewan President Gideon Sam came into the picture to save the long jumper's career, a decision was made that he should relocate to Pretoria. And that's when he started working with Neil Cornelius at the High Performance Centre, competing for the famous Tux Athletics Club. In this interview with SABC sport journalist Valile Mbule, Cornelius, only 28 and was coaching in his first ever international major competition, looks back on how they plotted this historic 8.37 metres. It's hard to explain. I, I, there were so many emotions, so many thoughts. There's like a million things going on in my head. I... I Still now, I don't even know what to think. Um, um, it's all so amazing. It's all just so unreal still for me. <laughs> and for, for you, because coming here, many were looking at Samai, but the talent of really at the Olympics. His um, Diamond League meeting, that, that Mario is very, very proud of the athlete he's turning into, the person he is turning into. And coming very close, one centimeter to win that gold medal. Is this a future... A champion, yes, he is a, a, a former world youth, mm. youth champion. Well, we've got four years now to, to work on that gold medal, so the next Olympics, we're going for it. Were you already counting it? Yeah, we're already counting for it, yeah. Now we work for Olympic to Olympics, so now we're already thinking about the next Olympics. Coming here, podium was on the back of your mind. Say again? A podium finish was on the, on the back of your mind coming here. Sorry, um, a, a podium finish. Oh, a podium finish, a podium yeah. finish. Yeah, yeah, um, I always knew Luba had it in him. I really, honestly, truly believed Luba had it in him. But, but we worked with a certain plan as well. You know, we had to qualify for the Olympics first before we can get a medal. And he had to make the final first before we can make got a medal. And we had to be in the top eight first before he can get a medal. <laughs> so, yeah, and I always knew he had, had that medal in him. We just, just a matter of walking the right path towards it. What's one thing that is just missing to make him a finished article. Just a few more years. For him to become the best, he just need a few more years. He's still young, he's got a lot of potential, just a few more years. That was Luvo Manyonga's coach, Neil Cornelius, closing an interview with Vlile Mbule in Rio de Janeiro, Brazil. SABC brings you the Rio 2016 Olympics live on SABC TV channels and SABC radio stations. Guys, good afternoon. Congratulations. You did us proud today. How are you feeling? Hi, lads. How are things? What's your crack? We're in Rio. <laughs> yeah. The, the, background might, might, the background might look superimposed, which is very real. It is, yeah. <laughs> Certainly. That's all there. Lads, listen, Paul, what, what, what has the last few hours been like for you? Game. I've been hospitalized for a work injury for over two months, but I never had to worry about how my family would survive. My employer continued to pay 75% of my salary while I was in hospital, which they will claim back from the compensation fund. You know, I didn't have to worry about my medical bill either. The compensation fund took care of that too. In fact, the only thing I have to worry about now is keeping these children quiet. <laughs>
If you wish to know more about how you can benefit from the compensation fund as an employee, go to your nearest labor center or provincial office or call 0860-105-350 or email customercare at labor.gov.za. Their services are free. The Compensation Fund, working for you. So what are you doing this weekend? Well, this weekend, my man, I'm sitting. I'm sitting right on my couch and not moving a muscle. I'm exercising my right to support my heroes as they go into battle. I'm supporting the greatest nation in the world. Yes, Jabu, yes. I'm sitting. I'm sitting on my couch because my seat is waiting. Okay, man. Just asking. Your seat is waiting. The Rio 2016 Olympics is off the starting blocks from the 5th of August. So make sure you don't move from your seat. Grab on SABC TV channels and SABC radio stations. Did you know that the fastest way to pay or renew your television license is with your favorite electronic device? Go to www.paymytv.co.za, make your payment, and then wait for the free rewards page to load or click on axrewards.co.za. Now, all you have to do is click on the funeral cover button, download the AxMe app on your Android phone, register, and start enjoying free funeral cover to the value of 7,500 Rand. T's and C's apply. TV licenses, more rewards, making a difference. SABC brings you the real 2016 Olympics, live on SABC TV channels and SAFM. SAFM celebrates 80 years of keeping you in the know. And as part of our celebration, we are giving away 80,000 Rand to the lucky listener who calls us and shares a great South African story. Each person will get 80 seconds to share their story live on air. We're also giving away a further prize of 5,000 Rand every week to the listener who votes for the winning story of the week. Stay tuned and stand a chance to win. T's and C's apply. For info, visit www.safm.co.za or follow us on Facebook, SAFM Radio. Stay tuned. SAFM, keeping you in the know. SABC brings you the Rio 2016 Olympics, live on SABC TV channels and SABC radio stations. Well, let's talk some Rio Olympics. There's been lots of action today and after a great start uh, from a South African time perspective to a Monday morning, things have uh, gone progressively downhill. Manfred Seidler joins us now. Manfred wasn't, uh, other than Wade for Nikak earlier this morning, a great day for Team South Africa. Well, you can't write off a Connie Simbini. I mean, fifth in the 100 metres, first ever South African 100 metre final. I think, you know, just the fact that Wade, uh, Wade Fanica ran a world record are completely and utterly overshadowed at that 100 metres. But I think, you know, with Wade Fanica and Akani and, and the other sprinters coming through, we've got some real, real gems. And these two, in particular, these two will take South African athletics to another level, I reckon. And it will be hugely inspiring. And if Team South Africa, or South Africa, and Luva Manyonga, obviously, and if South Africa doesn't uh, pick up on that, well, yeah, they'd be very disappointed. But, yeah, you're right. It, it did go a little bit uh, south after that. Uh, neither Alyssa Conley nor Justine Palfram are advancing to the 2-meter semifinals. Only LJ in the men's 4-meter semifinals going through. Um, Hotso Mokwena buying out of his uh, Olympic career, not making the finals in the triple jump. Um, I saw a post where he said he's hung up his spikes, and I'm not sure if that's... Um, if he's hung up his spikes now f- for keeps, or if he, as he said to me before the games, he will go all the way through until the 2018 uh, Commonwealth Games. I have to wait and see on that one. But yeah, and then obviously uh, 
in the in the K1 200 meter sprint canoe Bridget Harkey making it through to the B final. Of course, four years ago she won the bronze medal in that, uh, and it was in the 500 meters though. And uh, Michelle Weber finishing 18th overall in the mo- a women's marathon swim. So it's yeah, it's always, it's a bit of a damper after after the highs of the 3 a.m. this morning. Yeah, absolutely, Manfred. Just looking ahead, uh, I know there's there's still quite a few performances still to come tomorrow morning early. We've got a couple of athletes uh, in action. I know, as you mentioned, LJ Fonsell through to through the next round of the the 400 meter hurdles. But let's talk the the 200 as well because I think uh, a lot of eyes. You talk about sprinters. There's there's going to be lots of eyes there. Well, yeah, look, and Asa Jabodwana obviously starting on, on the 16th tomorrow. Um, and, and the big concern is, and, and the youngster Clarence Munya, um, as, as well as Gift Leo Tlela in the, in the 200. Um, and also, look, I mean, he won bronze at what, last year's World Ch- Championships in the 200. And, and if he's on song, he's absolutely lethal. Um, I, I, think the, the, I do think, though, that the medals will be split between Usain Bolt, Justin Gatlin, and LeSean Merritt. Um, listen, Inasa is just not He hasn't raced this year We just simply don't know what shape he's in I've seen training tips I've seen uh, training videos I've seen, uh, um, I've seen the stats that he's been putting out in training And it looks really, really good But he's not race fit So um, he has three races Two races to get himself into tip-top shape uh, For that final uh, And that, that takes some doing But he, he's a man for the BMT He's not scared of the big stage He loves the big stage He thrives on it and you will feed off the energy from, from Usain Bolt. The two of them are pretty close. So I've got him down as a dark horse. Um, right now is a very dark horse for a medal. But, you know, he, he has, he has, the, he has the, the, the ability to pull it off. Manfred, the big question, too, is obviously Saskock set the goal of ten medals. We're sitting on seven. Are we on track? Are we going to fall short? We're going to guarantee eight. Um, and then we start looking about uh, around uh, um, potentialists. Um, l- when we went into the games, I had I had uh, nine as a, as a as a medals that I was banking on, three of which were coming from rowing, and we obviously came back with the one uh, silver medal there, uh, three from the pool which we got, um, two from track and field. Wade was always going to medal. No one knew or expected what he did yet in the early hours of this morning. And then Costa's an obvious medal, and then the rugby sevens. Those were my banks. The medals that I was banking on, Luvo always had the pot- Manyonga always had the potential and the ability, but he was not somebody you would bank on because the the, the field events are so technical and one thing going wrong in the day and and that's it over and done with. Um, the temperament he's always had and he clearly loves the big stage because he was very consistent and that's been the problem with Luvo. He's not been consistent in his jumps this year. He had a lot of no jumps. He did one big jump in and and that's it. Um, SA Championships, you know he he. he if I remember correctly, he didn't even make the final um, because he, he he's so erratic. So whatever he and Neil Cornelius did in the build-up to the games worked phenomenally because he hit that plank absolutely perfect spot on virtually every time. He had two no jumps, but then that big jump. So he was a dark horse for me. Richard Murray, I reckon, has ability. Um, it's going to be tight. He's got Mola and the Brownlee twins against him in the triathlon. So Ned Fillion can pull one out of the bag. So potential we could hit the 10, Still 10 got the chance. mark cool um, Manfred uh, unfortunately we are out of time going to have to leave it there but yeah fantastic I, I think we're still in with a shot at it it's been a great weekend let's hope we can carry that momentum through one thing I love about the Olympic Games is the characters that come out of it in every Olympics there's always one or two and if you missed it this weekend there were two Irish brothers uh, late last week won the silver medal in rowing and their post-race interview with Irish television was one of the funniest things I have ever heard you've got to listen carefully because the accent
accents are really broad. But here are brothers Gary O'Donovan and Paul O'Donovan speaking about their win. Guys, good afternoon. Congratulations. You did us proud today. How are you feeling? Hi, uh, lads. How are things? What's the crack? We're in Rio. <laughs> yeah. The, the, background might, might, the background might look superimposed, but it's very real. It is, yeah. <laughs> Certainly. Is. That's all there. Lads, listen, Paul, what, what, what has the last few hours been like for you? Um, I've been shooken up now, to be honest, since the, the racing has been tired now and the legs are like jelly. But, um, yeah, I suppose we did a bit of celebrating and did the podium thing and got to put on the podium fence as well. So that was quite nice and um, saw the, the mother and the father and few other people and took a few pictures and that and then um, I had to go and do this doping control thing so I, I was there for an hour or two trying to take a peed in into a cup for them so uh, after about 10 litres of water as well so um, it's full up now to be honest. <laughs> Gary's a great crack though anyway. <laughs> yeah, he's, been, he's been busy there, I was running around having a great time signing photographs and autographs and taking pictures and it was all well and good you know. We've been right. fairly tired now, we haven't had a bite to eat since uh, since uh, towards after the wane, after the wane we had a, a bread roll with some Nutella. And I'm fairly hungry now, but I believe they're on their way with some pizzas for us. And uh, Paul, are, are you aware of what's been going on back home, back here? Because it's just been mayhem. The nation has gone, has gone rowing mad and O'Donovan mad. I heard that uh, Gary got a Snapchat there earlier and they were rowing away mad or something. And But you know I haven't a clue what's going on, to be honest, at home. I'd say it was mad excitement altogether. To the pity we're missing the whole thing out here. Yeah, they're all in the pub at home and everywhere. Skibberines after closing down a national holiday or something. <laughs> we're missing it all. SAFM Sports Wrap. It's a pity we're missing it all out here. Those are the two famous brothers from Ireland. Uh, the O'Donovan brothers. If you can watch a clip on YouTube, it is brilliant. And that's it for SAFM Sports Chat. Thanks from the entire team. We're back again tomorrow. We'll have sport for you tomorrow morning on AM Live. Olympic updates throughout the night here on SAFM. Coming up on the other side of 7 o'clock, it is the talk shop with Naledi Maleo. Right now, though, it is 7 o'clock in time for your news.